0: Monday, December 20th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Biden administration faces a looming decision on solar energy tariffs that pits its goal of combating climate change against its ambition to wrestle high-tech manufacturing supply chains from China. Early next year, U.S. taxes on imported solar panels are set to expire after a four-year run. Many climate activists and solar energy users want the administration to scrap the tariffs, saying they make solar panels needlessly expensive. U.S. solar manufacturers are petitioning to extend the tariffs for another four years. They say without them, the U.S. will effectively cede the business of making solar panels to Chinese companies, which already dominate key portions of the solar supply chain. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai, whose office administers the tariffs, hasn't taken a position on the matter and declined to comment. The TIF is the latest evidence of tension between the administration's economic goals and the long-term task of tackling climate change, which President Biden has called the world's greatest challenge. Around the world, in the South American country of Chile, Gabriel Boric, a congressman and former student protest leader, was elected president Sunday auguring a shift far to the left in a nation that has long been a stalwart of centrist, market-friendly policies in Latin America. Mr. Boric received 56% of the votes, defeating conservative rival Jose Antonio Cast, who conceded and congratulated the president-elect on Twitter. Mr. Borich will take office in March. His election was assured by the strong support of young urban voters seeking greater public spending despite the most polarizing campaign in a generation. At 35 years old, the tattooed lawmaker will become Chile's youngest leader in modern times after meeting the minimum age to run for the presidency this year. Mr. Bolrich represents what analysts say is a new generation of leftists in Latin America. In addition to promising a greater welfare state, politicians such as Mr. Bolrich pledge to fight climate change while expanding rights to native peoples and transgender people. Back in the U.S., Lumber prices have shot up again in a rise reminiscent of a year ago when high climbing wood prices warned off the hinky supply lines and brought inflation to come. Futures for January delivery ended Friday at $1,089 per thousand aboard feet, twice the price for a prompt delivery in mid-November. Cash prices are way up as well. Pricing service Random lengths said that its Framing Composite Index which tracks on-the-spot sales, has jumped 65% since October to $915. A $129 gain this week was the biggest on record, eclipsing a $124 jump in May when lumber prices crested at all-time highs. Though lumber is traded in esoteric markets, 2x4s became a proxy in the debate over whether inflation would fade with distance from the lockdown. In June, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell pointed to lumber prices plunging from a shocking peak as evidence that surging costs would subside. Lumber prices have a way to go before they threaten the record set in spring when futures hit $1,711. And the fate of the annual New Year's Eve celebration in Times Square will be decided this week. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio said Sunday a decision will be made by Christmas on whether to hold the event as in previous years before the pandemic, now that the Omicron variant is spreading rapidly through the city and officials are scrambling to increase testing capacity amid heightened demand. This November, de Blasio announced the event would come back full strength with a requirement that attendees show proof of vaccination and those unable to be vaccinated because of disability show proof of a negative COVID-19 test. De Blasio noted that most city residents are vaccinated, making the recent outbreak more manageable than when COVID-19 first appeared in early spring 2020. For the third straight day, New York State had a record number of new COVID-19 cases, nearly 22,500. About 12,400 of those new cases were in New York City. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news.